0: Uh, good afternoon and welcome to the meeting of the Arts Commission on Friday, January 5th, 2023. I'm calling this meeting to order by asking Commission Secretary Manraj Daliwal to call the roll.
1: Thank you. President Collins? Present. Vice President Shiota. Present. Commissioner Beltran? Uh, Commissioner Benavides? Present. Commissioner Brenzel. Here. Commissioner Carney. Present. Commissioner Ferris. Here. Commissioner Hakimi. Here. Commissioner Liu is absent. Commissioner McCoy. Present. Commissioner Moosley is absent. Commissioner Rothschild absent. Commissioner Schneer Here. Commissioner Shelby. Present. Commissioner Stryker. Present. And Rachel Tanner is absent as well.
2: And uh, uh, Manraj, uh, Commissioner
0: Beltran is here. Yes, thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. you. (coughs) Um, So thank you very much. Uh, We also have um, others from our staff here. Do you want to cite them?
1: Yes, of course. Um, Director of Cultural Affairs, Ralph Remington, is here. Uh, Deputy Director of Finance and Administration, Sarah Hollenbeck.
0: Thank you. Um, And then we will also be hearing from some of our other wonderful staff. And so thank you very much for being here. Um, Are there any other agenda changes? I know that we have an amended motion under item 5.3.3, Chinese New Year temporary sculpture proposal. And that's the only change. Thank you very much. And now for some public meeting instructions. I would like to welcome all persons interested in this meeting to attend in person at City Hall in room 416. This meeting is being aired live on TV 2 Comcast 26 Astound 26, and AT&T u 99. You may also view the live stream on WebEx. While this technology grants us better accessibility for individuals listening to the meeting remotely, please be mindful that tech-related difficulties may occur, which could contribute to the gaps or delays as the staff transitions the technology. Please know that we are doing our best and we ask for your patience. I want to remind us of the policies and procedures for public meetings. At this meeting, we are bound to follow the structure of our meeting agenda and adhere to best practices, the best practices set out in the Good Government Guide. At every public meeting, there will be an opportunity for general public comment where members may comment on any item pertaining to this body. Public comment will be taken in person with remote access provided for those who require an ADA accommodation. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on the topic. Each public comment is limited to three minutes. Please understand that the committee does not contribute dialogue towards public comments. Each comment will be documented for the records. And now I'm going to turn it over to Commission Secretary Manraj Daliwal for some public comment instructions.
1: For members of the public joining in person who wish to comment on agenda items, once you are called on, then you'll be asked to voice over comment at the podium. You will see blank public comment cards are located on the podium. You are recommended but not required to fill out this card, which will be included in the. <coughs> I will start your three minutes when you speak using a visual timer. You will also receive a 30 second audible warning. When your time is up, I will say your time is up. Participants who wish to speak on other agenda items may listen for the next public comment opportunity. Anyone who speaks during a public comment period at today's meeting can send a summary of the comments to be included in the minutes. If it is 150 words or less to art-info at sfgov.org. The summary may be rejected if it exceeds the prescribed word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's comments. Persons attending the meetings and those unable to attend may submit written comments regarding the subject of the meeting. Such comments will be made part of the official public record and will be brought to the attention of the committee. Written comments should be submitted to arts commission staff via email to art-info at sfgov.org by 5 PM before the date of the meeting to ensure comments are shared with commissioners ahead of the meeting. Please note that names and addresses included in these submittals will become part of that uh become part uh, of that public record. Submittals may be made anonymously. Written public comments submitted to SFAC staff will not be read aloud during the meeting. Communications received after 5 p.m. before the date of the meeting may be delivered to SFAC staff and will be shared with the commissioners. If you need to request a reasonable accommodation under the ADA or need to request language assistance, you must contact the commission secretary at least 48 hours in advance of the meeting at art-info at sfgov.org. Our office will make every effort to accommodate all requests. President Collins, please proceed with the meeting when you are ready.
0: Thank you very much. I'd like to start the meeting by reading our land acknowledgement statement. The San Francisco Arts Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula area. As the indigenous stewards of this land, and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatish community and by affirming their sovereign rights as first people. As a department dedicated to promoting a diverse and um, equitable arts and culture environment in San Francisco, we are committed, committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian <coughs> community. I'd now like to call agenda item number two. Agenda item number two is an approval of the minutes any possible discussion um, I would like to have a motion to approve and when you make the motion Would you also say your name?
3: Commissioner Brenzel, so moved Commissioner
4: Beltran second.
0: Thank you. Is there any public comment on the December 4th? 2023 minutes
4: For
1: those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item two. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I am requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda item? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you very much. I'm now calling for any commissioner discussion on this agenda item number two, which is the approval of the minutes. Commissioner Ferris.
5: Thank you, President Collins. I just wanted to add, since I wasn't here uh, for the last meeting, I know that we uh, discussed the um, Chinatown Dragon, uh, came up last time, and I have discussed this with um, with Mary, but I uh, just wanted to uh, two things I think would be great possible to give incentive uh, to new development, to be able to uh, resurrect some of the pieces that have gone into storage, if there's a way to incentivize that, uh, particularly giving um, uh, some kind of information on some of our public art that is stuck in storage, uh, historical content, something that would make uh, new development want to, To potentially resurrect it and put it in their new um, in their new projects Uh, and then two if there's a way to also incentivize um, architects as they are redoing buildings with existing public art um, to keep it if there is a way to work around that in the future I know that uh, staff is very busy not trying to add more to the plate but kind of a long-term goal Uh, two ways to incentivize, one, keeping public art where it is, and two, uh, taking public art that's already in storage to give it a second life. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Are there any other commissioner comments or discussion on agenda item number two, approval of minutes? Seeing none, I'm calling the motion. All those in favor say aye. 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 Are there any opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Thank you. I'm now calling agenda item number three, which is general public comment. This item allows members of the public to comment generally on matters within the committee's, the commission's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the commission's consideration. Is there any general public comment?
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item three. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the comment agenda (coughs) items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you very much. I'm now calling agenda item number four. For members of the public that wish to make public comment, you may raise your hands now. Agenda item number four is our director's report, and I'm introducing the director of cultural affairs, and happy birthday, Mr. Ralph Remington.
2: Uh, Thank you. Uh, Hello, everybody. Um, Happy New Year uh, to everyone assembled here and everyone watching. Um, Good afternoon, commissioners. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday break celebrating uh, with your family and friends. Um, on behalf of all the staff at the Arts Commission, I'd like to start out by just wishing everyone a safe and a wonderful, happy 24 to- coming up and happy start to 2024. Um, here we go. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're, we're on the roller coaster and we're climbing that first hill. <laughs> so this is how it is at the, to- at the top of the year. So uh, thank you all for, again, for uh, do- donating your time. Uh, to the city and the arts commission for all that you do. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. And, um, and we really appreciate the work uh, and the time that's, that you put into everything that you do here. Um, 2023 was a whirlwind year. It was filled with arts and culture from San Francisco being ranked seventh on Resonance's mm-hmm. world's top 10 best cities. It's number seven in the world. <clears throat> to to the arts commissions unveiling captivating uh new public art installations to continuing our support of cultural spaces and grant funded projects it's amazing just how much we were able to accomplish in just 12 short months uh to help showcase and highlight some of those memorable moments staff put together a 2023 recap video for the agency that was uh, uh under director Komate <laughs> and he and edward have uh taken care of some business here so thank you for that um it was shared on all our social media platforms the video featured over quick uh feature quick glim- glimpses of over 90 individual moments images and video clips featuring our core programs and initiatives. The recap video will also be shared in our upcoming monthly newsletter, so please be on the lookout for that. If you have not had a chance to view it yet, uh, to look back on all of the amazing work we have done to support arts and culture in San Francisco. Do we have it, Coma, that we can run? Can we play it? We can't, okay. All right, cool, we'll we'll have to look it up, all right so that's just the opening card there so that's all you get okay. <laughs> that's all you get it's a little tease <laughs> a little tease for you there <laughs> all right so uh this upcoming year we have uh, lots in store and i look forward to an even more incredible year uh, of art and culture in san francisco uh, so some community investments updates uh, i'm happy to share the sps x grants Uh, Round two, grant applications are now open and being accepted. Uh, Funding is available for two exciting opportunities. Uh, uh, Number one, uh, District 5's Juneteenth celebration. This opportunity is open to an arts nonprofit 501c3 organization or fiscally sponsored entity to provide arts programming and or (laughs) events to commemorate Juneteenth with support of up to $42,500. Number two, District 7 community murals. This opportunity is open to artists and organization applicants. Two grants up to a total of $45,000 in District 7 community grants initiative funds will be used to support a series of mural projects within District 7. Excuse me. Uh, the deadline to apply for these two opportunities is noon, January 30th. Uh, CSAP update. Uh, SFAC and Grants for the Arts have partnered with the arts management consulting firm, AMS Planning and Research to evaluate the first five years of arts impact endowment investments and collect feedback to help influence and shape the next five year cultural services allocation plan. Uh, Coming soon in late February, SFAC will conduct a series of four open house meetings to engage our arts and cultural partners including arts workers and representatives of arts service organizations ind- individual artists who live and work in San Francisco and the broader public to gain uh, insight and feedback into the impact of current arts funding and shifts in priorities and opportunities moving forward. Uh, we are finalizing open houses and community survey details and plan to share information in the coming weeks on SFAC's website. Uh, SOCIAL MEDIA PLATFORMS AND NEWSLETTER. WE HIGHLY ENCOURAGE EVERYONE TO PARTICIPATE IN THIS IMPORTANT PROCESS AND SHARE THEIR FEEDBACK TO HELP US SHAPE THE FUTURE OF OUR GRANT MAKING PROGRAM. SOME PUBLIC ART UPDATES. Uh, WE HAVE A FEW PUBLIC ART REQUESTS FOR PROPOSALS uh, AND REQUESTS FOR QUALIFICATIONS um, WITH APPROACHING DEADLINES THAT I WOULD LIKE TO REMIND YOU ABOUT. Uh, STREET SMARTS MURAL PROGRAM Artist POOL. APPLICANTS FOR THIS RFQ ARE DUE January 19th, 2024. Uh, Potrero Yard Modernization Public Art Project. Applications for this RFQ are due January 22nd, 2024. Outdoor Exhibition of Existing Large Scale Sculptures for Display in Patricia's Green. Applications for this RFP are due January 31st, 2024. And Treasure Island Cityside Park. Uh, applications for this RFP are due March 15th, 2024. Um, <clears throat> while I'm at it or on these um, topics, I, I also wanna encourage, uh, I know we do this all the time, but um, just to remind uh, commissioners to encourage you to, to uh, be a part of panels uh, anytime that you have a little extra time, which I know you don't have much, but um, but the panel process is the best way to, to get involved into kind of what we do on an everyday basis and the money that we give out. Um, Obviously attending um, gallery exhibitions is another one, Uh, but um, the gallery exhibitions, if people can make it to those, if people can make it to, um, to some panels, then you can, that's where you can actually see, if you just do this process, this part of the process, and for the viewing audience as well, then all you see is kind of the, whole portfolio in front of you but if you want to debate the actual um nuts and bolts of of a particular project uh and really uh chew it up and and deconstruct it and reconstruct it um then the panel process is where you do that and so anyone that's interested in that kind of thing then I would highly encourage you to be a part of that. Um, I've certainly served on a million panels in my career, and uh, which is you know, kind of one of the things that probably led me ultimately here. So uh, as, as opposed, a, in addition to being director of theater at the National Endowment for the Arts. So like that is, um, I, can, I can't express how important it is uh, for uh, our citizens to weigh in on that public process, so. Uh, definitely avail yourselves of that if you are if you have any time available. Uh, some gallery updates, uh, coming soon uh, to the FS- SFAC main gallery, we are excited to announce our next exhibition, Conversation 8, Harry Doge and Alicia McCarthy will be on view uh, uh, from January 25th to April 27th, 2024. Uh, this exhibition marks the eighth iteration of the Conversation series, launched in 2005 that features a substantive body of work by a local artist alongside works by another artist based outside of the Bay Area. Uh, Conversation 8 is curated by Bay Area based curator Nancy Lim and brings together the works of two longtime friends with close ties to San Francisco, Alicia McCarthy, Bay Area and Harry Dodge, uh, Los Angeles. So please save the date. Uh, and join us for the opening reception at the main gallery on Thursday, January 25th uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. I'd also like to share a reminder that a public voice, Una Voz Publica, is on view uh, here at City Hall downstairs uh, in the Northlight Court and on the ground floor through July 12th, 2024. So it's right downstairs. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, you can check it out, and I would highly encourage that. It's a great exhibition. Uh, and also, as part of our Artists in Residence uh, program at the San Francisco Public Library, we have two exhibitions on view. Uh, the Ink of Identity, Rereading Afghanistan by artist Gazelle Zamazay, uh is on view on the sixth floor of the main branch through Sunday, January 7th, and We Were Here by artist Tanea lunsford Lynx is on view on the third floor of the main branch through March 1st. So uh, that's that's that. So go check that out Uh, other announcements. I'd like to take a moment to share an update about our strategic planning process so far. I'd like to once again, thank AECOM for their introductory presentation at the December full commission meeting. And we look forward to continuing working with them throughout the strategic planning process in early December. Our consultants AECOM began consulting initial stakeholder interviews mainly with other city departments and previous staff and commissioners, including Tom DeCaney and Roberto Ordinana, uh, our, our friend, old friends. And um, they also met internally with SFAC staff and held a kickoff steering committee meeting. They're now in the process of reviewing documents and working on, a, on developing a community engagement plan. Uh, there's a bid opportunity for consultants uh, currently. Uh, we have an open RFP that's seeking a consultant to help create and implement the um, equity audit of monuments and memorials and additional publicly cited artwork in our civic art collection. Uh, those interested in applying for this RFP may submit their proposals by January 26, 2024, by 5 p.m. Uh, details on how to apply can be found on our website. Uh, some HR updates uh, recent staff departure uh, Frank Ortiz uh, Community Investments program associate whose final day with the arts Commission was December 15th, 2023 uh, Frank joined the Arts Commission in April 2023 and uh, we thank him we thank them for all of their contributions to SFAC and wish them all the best in their future endeavors um, as a new Higher announcement uh, We are thrilled to welcome and announce that Angela Carrier is joining the Arts Commission as our new Monuments and Memorials Senior Program Manager with the Public Art Team. Uh, Angela's first day will be Monday, uh, January 8th. Angela is a mother and cultural producer with many years of cultural strategy experience in the arts and culture sector. She was the Director of Artist, artist Engagement and Impact at Yerba Buena Center for the Arts for seven years guiding artist-led investment initiatives and building trusted civic and community relationships. Her experience includes time at the California Historical Society and Brava for uh, Women in the Arts Brava Theater Center, uh, San Francisco Community Music Center, uh, Theater Flamenco of San Francisco and Calle 24 Latino Cultural District. Welcome, Angela. We are so happy to have her join our team uh and with that this concludes the director's report for the january 5th full commission meeting i'd be happy to take any questions you may have thank you so much
0: and thank you for that all very right. fulsome report um director are there any commissioner discussions or comments on the director's report? Commissioner,
6: I can... <laughs> happy new year everybody first of all thank you for all the hard work of last year between you and the staff i want to thank you I, it was impressive and I am very happy that you put a video together <laughs> <laughs> um, but at, on that note, I want to ask if, you know, I've noticed being a little more on the social media part of it, I think we're not very strong on getting the work that we do message out to the public. I think sometimes things come up on our social media late or timelines have missed or like right at the end of it and I think we're missing the opportunity to engage a lot of our community. So. Uh, for example, I would love to have that video if it 's not available online if they can actually the staff share with us so we can share with the people but I, said, I think it 's important at this moment for the city of San Francisco for us to showcase the amount of fabulousness the city has and the work that we do is very much part of that and i don 't think we 're getting that message out to people. I just want to tell you that's a feedback I get from the community all the time at art uh, uh,
2: Commissioner Kimi, I want to uh uh ask uh, director of communications committee to come to the mic and um he can answer any questions you might have and maybe okay. respond to you with uh, some comments based on what what your questions were
6: so before i just want to raise because that's a follow-up is two things you just did the video would be great if we can have access to it even before it goes up to your um instagram i know a lot of stuff are on our website But it'd be really great if it's on our Instagram. That's the only way I can post it. I can't, for for me personally, I can't post off of our website. And I don't even know what, I don't check our website. I don't think anybody checks their website other than when we tell them to go check their website. So if we can get them on our um, Instagram page. So when it goes on your website, and I've noticed that several times I try to uh, share things, I can't. So I wanted to ask, you know, these, because it's really important. When I put it, actually people do tell me, I get fed back feedback from people that actually have been following and they actually apply for these things. So right now you gave us like four opportunities that are coming up and one of them is 19th of January. We should have had this like last month up. I just want to ask if we can, so if you can let us know if there's a possibility. I know you guys are overworked. I don't want to do more work for you. I just want to make sure we, we maximize our opportunities for the community. So that was the first question. And you can ask your five,
7: sir. So. Sure. Thank you, uh, Commissioner Hakimi, Komite, Director of Communications. So uh, we did share the video link and um, links to all, all the platforms where the video was um, posted um, to your SF.gov email address. So if you have um, a chance to review that account, please um, share uh, it from there. We will make sure to tag Commissioner's accounts um, if you would like us to, so you have direct access to be able to reshare to your stories. I know there's some. Um, privacy settings that you may have where if we don't tag you, you aren't able to share directly. But exactly. if you're okay with that, we'd be happy to tag you and ask for your help to help push this out to your network. So that we can definitely do that.
6: And on that note, for example, I know me and Commissioner Schneider both are having a problem with our SFAC yes, account. So I've not got any... Sure so that, yeah.
0: um, the points are well so, taken. Sure. The points are well taken. But I think that um, uh, the culprit, among the culprits, is SFGov email. Yes. So let's get that up and running. But thank you for your comments. So is there anything else you want to say uh, in um, response? Nope. Uh, not at the moment. Thank you. Much appreciated.
6: And there was yeah. a second point, if, okay. I, if I may. So 2023, we did awesome work. I saw a lot of the projects that actually the commission has, uh, has um, funded. Uh, but one of the things I've noticed is we don't really know about them, especially things that we fund, like events that are happening including our own gallery. In our last meeting at the SFAC um, visual art committee meeting that we had, it was raised the issue that we, we don't even, we missed the opportunity to come to gallery openings, I Apparently, mean, none of the um, commissioners had, I think we had four gallery openings and most of us didn't make it to the openings and I've been talking to commissioners, it turns out people don't know because what happens is you tell us but then we forget and we don't follow up so I wanted to raise the issue, how can we address that issue? And maybe one way is maybe gallery openings in particular, maybe it can be on our calendar that we have. If we can ask the staff to add us on our calendars. And, and opening events that we have funded, if it's on calendar, then we, if it's possible. I, or an alternative. What if I'm just, a, that's a am not a techie person, so I'm just saying a way in which it's not just, in, because when you tell us in this meeting that's happening a month from now or happening two, we forget.
7: Sure, that's great feedback, thank you. So we've started implementing an agency-wide calendar that we will be pushing out more. Uh Um, So if you are having trouble accessing your sf.gov email address and calendar, we'll first get that resolved and um, ensure that you do have um, advance notice of all the upcoming activities. We will also be summarizing all upcoming events and have it printed out for you at these future meetings so you are aware of what's coming up.
6: Thank you, that was my third comment, so you addressed it. Thank you so much, I really, and I want to thank again. I don't want more job-free, I just think it will make us do better jobs. With, I with think that. I
0: see Commissioner Stryker and then Commissioner Shiota. Thank, you.
8: Thank uh, you. Commissioner Stryker here. I just wanted to, maybe I pile on is the wrong word. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I have received those emails ahead of time for the yeah. openings, for the, the gallery openings yeah, and the um, Wonder the wonderful
0: so let me let me so uh, let me interject ran. for a second. There is um, there's a regulatory structure around how the commission is supposed to uh, communicate with us. Things are to be within the sfgov channel. Um, we understand for a variety of reasons that that causes roadblocks. So why don't we ask for that to be addressed, and then let's see and take this back up in a month, um, because I would imagine that this will be. Up and running I think we all feel the same thing
7: Mm
0: -hmm. right so anyway SF gov because again one of the underlying reasons for this is a regulatory structure that our channels of communication are to be within our own domain that's a challenge when Mm -hmm. the domain doesn't work so we understand that we see it and I think that it will be addressed
8: I guess what I am saying is it does
0: work for me (laughs) <laughs> yeah my, so my gov email can't. has been down for two months. so yeah.
8: I've been getting those missing. you've been getting them so they do go out
2: yeah, yeah they've been going out I, if, if people aren't getting them then we'll look into who's not getting them and why why that might be but we we definitely get responses from a number of commissioners when those correspondences come out so we know they're going out so what we don't know if you're not getting them unless you tell us, and and we don't have to take the time in a full commission meeting to do it. We, you can just call me up or call Alyssa up or or uh, Monraj uh, at this point, <laughs> uh, basically, and uh, and, and Monraj will take care of that. And so we don't have to take the time here
0: uh, to do that. Thank you, uh, Commissioner Shioda, and then Commissioner Benavides.
9: Yeah, I just wanted to comment that I I have on the global calendar. I have gotten. Um, announcements for like the holiday uh, market that went up and some of the openings, so they are posting it. Um, so if you can get to the mail, then you can get to the calendar and see all of those things. That's a good central place.
2: Yo. Also, I would say analog. Um, you can, you know, when I'm going through the director's report, take notes. <laughs> you know, on a, in an analog way because I'm I'm giving a lot of information when I'm when I'm uh, doing this director's report. Even though it's, I like to think that it's pure entertainment, it's actually not. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's uh, uh, telling you dates and times of, of when we're gonna be doing things so that hopefully you all are making note of those and taking them down and we'll show up. So hopefully that's what's happening.
0: All right. Commissioner Benavides?
10: No, I just want to support Coma because one of the things that oppressed me because I'm a new member was what I was seeing on social media. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little confused. It could be where your settings are. You have to figure that out. But I was really, and I think when I come in, I always told him, "Oh my God, I love it. you!" Just posted this. You just mm-hmm. so it's, and I'm really on that 24 hours. So I was really impressed with what what he puts out and what we see. So I just wanted to support that. Well, thanks, Commissioner Benavides.
2: And I, I will say to um, now that we're on that that um, since Coma has been here, our our uh, media game has stepped up like 100 percent. <laughs> um, because we had uh, the person we had before that was here, they had like a, a ton of jobs that they were <laughs> doing uh, on top of that. And then when Coma was, we were able to hire Coma and then to bring on Edward, uh, we were able to actually get a team for the first time. So what you're seeing now is actually better uh, than any time in the history of the san francisco arts commission so the 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 correspondence that you're seeing and and the media um, imagery and and all of that is better than at any point in time in our history and um not saying that we can't improve because we can always improve and we're trying and we would love to have a a team of five communications people you know at least four to five people that um and we have enough work for them to do but budgets being such as they are, we're constrained uh, in a small department. So, um, but thank you uh, for that. Uh, Commissioner Benavides, appreciate it.
6: Commissioner Hekim, I just want to be clear that I you didn't misunderstand what I'm saying. No. I want to make sure we all understand. Uh, they're doing a great job on social media. I'm talking about the public art notices about people submitting applications and signing up. I'm noticing that they are not in advance enough. So for example, right now the four mm-hmm that um, that right now got announced in this meeting, they're not, I didn't see them on our, I just wanna point out, I didn't see them. So what I'm saying is if on the 19th of this month, there's a deadline and we don't have that application opportunity up, we're missing the opportunity of people signing up. I'm just asking if we can thank make sure that they're up. That's all I ask. I, I'm not saying they're not doing it. They're doing a fantastic job with social media. That's not, so I just wanna be, thank you guys. I wanna make sure there's no misunderstanding over there.
0: Thank you, are there any other, uh, Commission. yeah
3: I'm um, on a different topic but um, before I get to that um, I just wanted to say I love this analog piece of paper that has the meetings I, I, it's just so amazing um, and I just I I'm, I actually but it kind of related to this conversation we could get occasional pieces of paper like this with some of those upcoming dates that happen during the year so I'm just that would be great um, but my real point is um, I just wanted um for the strategic planning process one of the things that was talked about in december was kind of commissioner conversations and i just is there a general time frame of when those conversations with the consultants are scheduled like
2: uh, there's no general time frame the no consul- gen- the okay. consultants will um as they i think they addressed the last time they were here they're going to lay out a, a calendar and start communicating with Commissioners when they get to that part. Okay, great. Yeah. I just I, I, yeah, thank you. I'll also say to um, while we're on Commissioners um, this uh, Alyssa will start scheduling soon. Uh, my one on my yearly one on ones with commissioners. Oh, okay. So every year, I try to meet with commissioners um, uh, once a year, every single commissioner okay. for about thirty minutes. Okay. Um, you don't have to take up the whole thirty, but you know you have thirty minutes, and that, where you can talk about anything you want to talk about. Oh, you know, right. yeah, and of course you can call me at any time anyway. But um, but this is just a set aside period of time but, for that's great. To talk that's about. awesome. Thanks. Yeah,
3: thank you for that.
0: Any further Commissioner, Com- Commissioner Beltran?
4: Uh, yeah, thank you, um, Commissioner Brinsell. I, um, Commissioner Shelby and I just took a picture of this great animal thing and put in our notes app, so, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I recommend everyone do the same thing. Thank you. Um, now I'm going to ask for any public comment on agenda item number four.
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item four. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you. I'm now calling for agenda item number five. Agenda item number five of the committee reports and committee matters. Um, I just caught myself. I was thinking that was there a motion on the floor that I didn't take up, but I didn't have that that bad eye from down there. Anyway, agenda item number five, sub-item number one, is a civic design committee report. I'm now introducing committee chair Kimberly Stryker to present the civic design review committee report.
8: Thank, thank you. you. Um, f- before I give my report, first of all, I'd like to wish everyone a Happy New Year. Okay. And I'd like to focus my uh, comments um, for a moment on the CDR committee commissioners. Commissioner Binzel, Shiota, Carney, Schneer, Rothschild, I just want to say thank you for all the extra effort you put into this committee last year and I know that you'll be doing the same this coming year <laughs> um, it's a very demanding committee and it requires some really sharp people of which every one of you are You're uh, committed to uh, sharing your expertise and your time extra time with informal meetings guidance looking at um, our guidelines etc and I just want to say thank you because it you always step up to the plate and thank you Um, So let me move on, oh, one more thing. I'd like to call out Commissioner Schneer because she is on three (laughs) committees. (laughs) She's also on the Visual Arts Committee, in addition to CDR, and so she's our liaison between these two important committees to make sure that architecture that has, or sites that have art components work well. And if there's an issue, then it's brought up and discussed so that we can work things out and I want to thank her for that and she also represents the CDR committee on the executive committee so she's uh, wearing three hats hmm. I just want to give her an extra shout out because I know she puts in it a lot of extra time so let's move to my report finally hmm. um, we only saw one project and that was the Treasure Island Water Treatment Facility um, I want to start off with saying that sewage treatment plants are not always the most exciting project
3: <laughs>
8: or <laughs> compatible oh, right. with most landscapes, and especially when you have a high-profile project or an a overall project at Treasure Island that's very sensitive to and engaged in art and environment. The sewage treatment plant that needs to go in there has got to fit. And uh, the landscape architecture really hits the spot. It has a nice um, kind of organic quality to it, a naturalistic um, approach to it that works very well. The structures, however, had a little hiccup in that they needed to work at how to facilitate the building to stand alone as architecture, but also um, accommodate a large scale artwork that's very visible on a prominent wall. And so, commissioners stepped forward and met with the designers informally, talked through some issues, and the design team came back with a very fine proposal, and the proposal was passed at phase two. So, as uh, I just want to uh, con- conclude my report with saying again, thank you to the commissioners who spend their time with these informal meetings that are are, uh, available to designers who are struggling with an issue or who have some kind of um, question about their work and the uh, designers on the committee step forward and and give some time just to talk informally about that. And it really does facilitate um, projects moving through the system. So with that, I conclude my report.
0: Uh, I would comment, uh, and watching that go through, th- uh, this is the sort of project that is, uh, creates these teachable moments, and it's interesting how, as a team, uh, it came together so that it's uh, accessible, it's walkable, it's visible, and, and understanding that wastewater treatment is a part of our lives, and uh, we should know, and, and young kids and, and and any anybody should know about that, but these are the sorts of things that... Animate, you know, trips. I think, in particular, for children, as they are learning how to navigate the world. So it's interesting. Commissioner Shioda.
9: Um, yes, I, I uh, am on uh, CDR, and I was really impressed with the the work of my fellow commissioners because they did push back quite a bit. Um, on the design of the building and you know it's a touchy thing with other architects because there's an architect uh, for the project um, for the city and um, this uh, commission body especially the architects on staff um, gave really great comments on how to not just have it be a standalone building because the functionality of it is extreme right there's so much functional wastewater treatment, and that's really what they're focused on. Um, But that does not make a beautiful structure sometimes. Um, So that was an afterthought, and the architects and um, chair of the committee really um, encouraged the architects to uh, bump up the aesthetics uh, and the natural integration of the artwork and the nature surrounding the building um, to be uh, cohesive and in incorporating the artwork in um, and, con- and thinking about that with the building, the project became something fully functional but not very aesthetically pleasing to something so you saw the you saw the Rendering it's really beautiful. The materiality is gorgeous. It reflects the nature around it It's gonna integrate the artwork beautifully So I mean, I think it's just a really great example of how you can turn a civic building into Into a piece of artwork that is part of the public space. So thank you to my fellow commissioners because it's a great building Thanks.
0: Thank you. Commissioner snare
11: yes, um, I also wanted to just comment that uh for other commissioners that being parts uh, part of these kinds of processes that happen is really this is when you really feel like we're able to help make an impact and um i think it's really important to understand that uh, you know there's there's a diplomatic way of dealing with all of this but that it really can result in um, these type of design changes that help to benefit everybody. And also in terms of um, uh, President Collins' comments about a teaching moment, uh, the Southeast uh, um, plant, uh, uh, treatment plant too, was one of those that we (laughs) we kept coming back to us and kept coming back to us in the different phases as they were value engineering it. Um, But we worked really hard to make sure to keep the consistency of quality that we had started with to be able to keep that there in terms of budget cuts and also the integration of the art there is really kind of amazing and I think that's when we all here feel really good is when you see this the civic design coming together with the design and it all and uh, with the art and it all fuses together So. Anyway, I highly recommend people again go on panels, get involved in these things. Then you see how this, how how our commission really works.
0: Are there any other? Please, Commissioner.
12: Yes, um, Commissioner Stryker was remiss in in her year-end review of mentioning one person herself spe- specifically. Yes. Um, she has been a magnificent chair. She helps facilitate discussions. She um, meets with us on the side. She, there couldn't be a more truly wonderful chair. So thank you for all of your hard work.
3: Yeah.
8: yeah. Oh, thank you. Very fine. Thank you very much. So that concludes my report. Uh, Are there
0: any other love notices that hmm. we're going <laughs> to? Um, seeing no. Uh, may I ask for any public comment on for- CDR?
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item 5.1. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you. I'm now going to call agenda item five, sub-item number two, Community Investment Committee Report. I'm introducing committee chair Janine Shiota to present the Community Investment Committee Report.
9: Thank you so much, President Collins. Um, The Community Investments Committee uh, met December 12th, 2023, and we went over um, several items which you'll see, some of which you'll see on the consent calendar. Um, The first item was the fiscal year 24 special project grants. The Community Investments Committee recommended the approval of 10 special project grants totaling $564,500, which is funded by district supervisor ad and mayoral enhancements, which are included in the consent calendar today. Um, the second was cultural center grants and amendments. The Community Investments Committee recommended the approval of three cultural center grant amendments totaling $589,500, the African American Art and Culture Complex AAACC, would receive additional funds totaling 139,500 from the Department of Children, Youth and Families, increasing the funding for activities at AAACC. The Mission Cultural Center for Latino Arts, MCCLA, would receive additional funding totaling 150,000 to be used for relocation related expenses as their original building remains under renovation. SOMARTS would receive $300,000 for funds allocated to their sub-grantee, American Indian Cultural Center, AICC, to support office and space renovations for programming for San Francisco artists. And the third is the Ebony McKinney Community Stewards Grant Amendment. The Community Investments Committee reviewed and recommended the approval of a grant amendment allowing the Ebony McKinney Community Stewards Grantee to extend their grant agreement and complete their project by December of 2024. And the fourth and final item was the staff report. Our Director of Community Investments, Denise Pate, reported that the deadlines for all community investment grant categories have passed and that the team is preparing for panel review season beginning in January. Director Pate also provided an update to the Cultural Services Allocation Plan, the CSAPs, uh, the progress which will help inform grant deadlines and priorities for the arts impact endowment category in fiscal year 24 and 25. And that concludes my report. Uh, Are there any commissioner discussions or comments? Seeing none, any public comment?
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item 5.2. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Um, I'm sorry. Uh, So public (coughs) comment. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm now going to call on uh, agenda item number five, sub item 3.1, the visual arts committee report. I'm introducing committee chair uh, Susie Ferris to present the visual arts committee report.
5: Thank you so much, uh, President Collins. Um, I do want to follow my fellow commissioner uh, Stryker's lead and just thank the visual arts committee. Uh, for the work that you guys have done this past year and the work again that you will continue doing this year um, specifically calling out commissioner beltran uh, commissioner Schneier. Uh, you guys are invaluable with the experience and the knowledge that you guys have um, your wisdom that you bring to our meetings um, is invaluable so thank you so much for um for being on not only the Visual Arts Committee but on the Arts Commission. And then, of course, also to my fellow commissioners, Commissioner Hakimi, Commissioner Liu, Commissioner Muslay, and Commissioner McCoy. So um, really blessed to get to work with you guys on the Visual Arts Committee as well as everybody on the Arts Commission. And I could not um, thank people on the Visual Arts Committee without thanking staff and thanking our project uh, managers, and thanking the artists. Um, So thank you guys for the work that you do, um, talking about uh, how we can show off what uh, the Arts Commission is doing, what San Francisco is doing. Um, Comite, it would be amazing to have a year in review, maybe a little bit slower than the uh, one that you created for the 2023 in review, but that shows all the art that was actually commissioned, and. created as, as part of, of the work that you guys do. So thank you guys, thank you staff, um, thank you commissioners, thank you artists. Uh, I really am very proud to be a part of this group. So uh,
4: and Commissioner Belton speaking and thank you very much Commissioner Ferris yes. for chairing the committee.
11: Thank you for your leadership.
5: Um, And with that, we do have many things to go over uh, for the Visual Arts Committee report. Um, So I'd like to give the Visual Arts Committee report for December 13th, 2023. Uh, Firstly, we have a sculpture by Thomas J. Price, which was proposed to be temporarily installed at the Embarcadero as sound turns to noise is a larger than life bronze sculpture depicting a fictional African-American woman that challenges the notion of who is allowed to be memorialized in public sculpture. Uh, One note too, um, it's very moving that this is not only of a woman but a woman of color and I know that is something that's come up in our conversations before, having representation in art and this is a wonderful example of that. Uh, The bronze work is constructed from a full spectrum of images and observations as well as 3D scans and took place during an open call. The artist's work has previously been installed in the front of the National Portrait Gallery in London and Studio Museum of Harlem as exhibited his work in Marcus Garvey Park. This will be the first installation in California as a proposed location along the Embarcadero Promenade near Pier One, just north of the Ferry Building. The presentation of this work is in part to fulfill the mayor's objective to transform downtown San Francisco into a leading arts and cultural district uh, destination. Presented was Modalities and Motifs 2023, a temporary artwork by Office Afatasi, the artist, as installed on the Southeast Treatment Plant construction fence along Evans Avenue between Rankin and Phelps Street, measuring 500 feet in length, Afatasi's monumental mural features a series of motifs that are deployed as a mode of visual storytelling, highlighting various facets of uh, of her community's experience, history, and cultural identity. The distinct patterns that repeat across the background of each mural section seek to honor afatasi and her community's unique lineage and history both locally and nationally deep appreciation and respect for the ancestors elders and architects of freedom (coughs) continued fight for human rights in the united states black american culture and beauty created under extreme duress and the understanding that everything in the past, present, and future is connected. Another huge shout out this is the third and final installation of the Southeast Treatment Plant Construction Fence um, art installations. All three artists were amazing. This is another amazing example of the work that San Francisco and the Arts Commission is doing to making sure there is representation um, in art and uh, specifically for um uh, for the neighborhood and the communities that live in those neighborhoods next we have Anna Teresa Fernandez and her proposal for the pier 27 cruise terminal public art project was also presented the artist pre- review panel met on Friday December 8th to review proposals from the project finalists David Brooks Anna Teresa Fernandez and James Shen and, re- and recommended for approval Anna Teresa's proposal Anna Anna Teresa's proposal is for an artwork made of colored polycarbonate panels framed by steel tubing. Marius, meaning tides, captures changing light, color, and reflected form as projected across the plaza in changing light and weather throughout the day. Its colors and form recall rainbows, water, and light at sea. The piece offers contrast to the scale and dominance of of nearby architectural features, invites interaction, and offers a welcome to cruise passengers and casual pedestrians alike. The arch will stand almost 15 feet high, 24 feet wide, and 7 feet across. With that, for this first part of the report, I would like to call for any commissioner discussions and
13: Hi, Commissioner McCoy here. Um, I just want to um, say how incredibly excited I am to see such diverse uh, span of artwork that we're introducing. Um, I just want to encourage uh, the commission to continue to push for um, diversity. I know there's some, um, we still have many underrepresented artists. I think we just need to continue to work with our individual Uh, rolodexes and and contacts to make sure that we can encourage applicants um, to apply Um, but I'm really so encouraged by this work that I see and I really want to thank the art Commission staff um, because this is a and the project managers here because these are uh, it's an incredible uh, uplift and I can certainly see the change and so I congratulate everybody here.
6: I just wanted to follow on my colleague's comment. I just want to thank the staff. I want to tell you that I've been pushing out through my own community, the MENA community, to make sure that especially women of color are applying for these positions that are opening up, these approaches are opening up. And I got callbacks from people thanking the commission, but thanking the staff. You had webinars and trainings that you offered for these visual art projects. And each feedback was incredible they really appreciate it and i want to thank the staff because i know that you're listening to what we're asking and i want to on a personal note because i ask a lot lately and uh i want to tell you that i'm i'm really grateful for the fact that you're doing it so i really because it means that that's the most important work that you're doing because we end up just looking at it but what you're bringing and what you're doing is really lifting up a whole communities out there so thank you for all the work that you do
0: you know, I would also like to add uh, to this chorus. Um, I had a chance to be with uh, Ana Teresa Fernandez uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, as you know, she had competed for the project at Ocean <clears throat> Beach and was unsuccessful. Um, that was a great disappointment, but the elation that she had in being chosen to do this work at the cruise terminal was a testament to, I think, as Commissioner Hakimi is saying. That staff you know a rejection in one situation doesn't mean that you 're out and and the persistence of staff and the encouragement ends up with a phenomenal choice in a remarkable location by a young and really uh, emerging artist so I, I want to add to that chorus the staff work on her I know was palpable any other comments um, we have no action items on I, this. Um, Commissioner Schneer. I
11: just also wanted to make a comment about uh, the selection of Anna Teresa. Is that um, uh, it, when we started the panel, I served on this panel, and when we started the panel, we were reminded again about uh, systemic bias and to think about that as we were going through it. And one of the things we were reminded of is don't be... Uh, don't let, like, a slick presentation uh, turn you from looking at something in terms of the core of the concept and what the artist is trying to do. And I have to say that that was really important in terms of how we came up with our, um, uh, with our solution and our uh, proposal to move her forward. And I was really... I think it's important to understand that systemic bias is not just about diversity, but it affects a lot of other things, too, and I think it's absolutely essential to be reminded when you're in these kind of positions consistently, because that's why it's systemic. So I just wanted to throw that in. Um,
0: Are there any other commissioner comments? Is there any public comment on this agenda item?
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item 5.3.1. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you. I'm now calling Agenda Item 5.3.2, Rec and Park Department Temporary (coughs) Artwork Installation Initiatives, Commissioner Ferris will present.
5: Thank you so much, Commissioner Collins. So we have a motion to approve a new temporary artwork installation initiative of the Rec, Rec and Park Department at two locations. One at the decomposed granite planter areas on the north side of the plaza adjacent to 50 UN Plaza and two on Fulton Plaza for temporary artworks to be installed before December 31st, 2024 for an exhibition period not to exceed two years and to authorize the director of cultural affairs to review and approve the individual art projects proposed prior to installation. As you may remember, the full commission approved a similar motion for JFK Promenade last year. I'm introducing Director of Civic Art Collection and Public Art, Mary Chu to present the item.
14: Mary. Hi, commissioners, great to see you. Happy New Year. So the, oh, I have to move the slides. So let's talk here. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Thank you. So the Recreation and Parks Department is working with the Asian Art Museum, the Library, the Civic Center CBD, and Illuminate to activate UN Plaza and Fulton Plaza with a series of art installations and other activities. The intent of these activations is to encourage folks to visit and spend time in the space with exciting new programming and activities. The areas for the art installations as shown in this image here include the deep-composed granite planter in the northwest part of U.N. <coughs> Plaza, as well as Fulton Plaza. The installations may include temporary murals painted on the roadway or sculptural installations. Some examples as shown here in the next slide, this is for, proposed for U.N. Plaza, is an iteration of Entwined Meadows by Charles Gadekin, previously installed at Golden Gate Park for UN Plaza, as you can see in the next diagram. And then um, for Fulton Plaza, there are ideas for temporary painted murals as well as light installations. So in order to facilitate an expedited review and approval of these installations, we request that the commission authorize the director of cultural affairs to approve the projects for install. These will be for projects installed in this calendar year 2024 for up to a two year period. And as noted in the motion, the Recreation and Parks Department will be responsible for acquiring the necessary permits, insurance, and waiver of proprietary rights for artwork placed on city property. And as you may all know, the Arts Commission has two artwork (coughs) sculptures in Fulton Plaza, and we will plan to work closely with the Recreation and Parks Department to ensure coordination between the existing artwork and any new proposed temporary works for that site. And joining us today um, online is Dana Ketchum, who is Director of Property Management, Permits and Reservations for the Recreation and Parks Department. Um, and I wanted to turn it over to Dana to see if, uh, Dana, you had anything you wanted to add to the presentation?
15: Hi, Hi commissioners, um, and uh, thank you all for considering this proposal. Um, we appreciate you working with us as we Get an opportunity to sort of quickly pop up some art um, to enliven these areas and test um, different installations. This is similar to what you've done in Golden Gate Park, which has worked extremely well. We don't know exactly. We don't have funding. So this is coming from where ideas and come from and we will work closely with the arts commission to ensure that um, that these are appropriate. Thank you. Great, then I um,
5: thank you so much, Mary. I would like to check if we have any commissioner discussions and comments, and I do want to just make one. uh, Someone or people that I forgot to thank as part of the work that we do uh, at the Arts Commission and um, VAC is our departmental partners, um, including Rex and Park and SFPUC, It is so important to have robust uh, relationships and productive relationships with these other departments. And, um, you know, credit goes hugely also to the staff and how you nurture those relationships with those departments. So thank you, Mary.
2: I'm going to say something here and that um, I think... Um, so in our continued efforts to try to in the mayor's continued efforts to try to um activate reactivate the city city spaces public spaces energize the streets um kind of bring uh, some of the undesirable elements and undesirable activities that have been happening in some of these neighborhoods to kind of bring those to heal and move them out of the space will require activation and um and so we're we're fully i'm fully in support of this i'm fully in support of uh of the mayor's um initiatives in trying to make these things happen uh i see no other way for our city to come back and so uh with that i'll i'll uh, open that Great. to the other commissioners
13: um commissioner mccoy sorry. <clears throat>
3: I just didn't understand the comment about there is no funding there was some comment just made that there was no funding I just didn't understand yeah. how that related to the proposal
14: I, I believe Dana made that comment Dana
15: um, would you mind speaking uh, my, on only, that? my only comment is we're not quite sure when when proposals will come to us and as they come to us we want to be able to move quickly um, and that this is not a situation where we have funds and we're not going through a process of making sure they're available to everyone. This is a different situation. That was my only comment. I'm sorry if that wasn't clear. I,
9: I believe this is a procedural, um, kind of initiative so that as, uh, funding could come through or projects could get released then it would be I um, it's already approved it would I see so it's approved.
3: like a pre approval so that w- pending funding and when that funding gets released and the project got yeah. Yeah. That, so that, that's a good some explanation
15: some of the projects have come to us have not required funding um, or there's um, you know their existing artworks and so this is just different than a more formal permanent piece that you totally. might see i was just trying to avert right. a comment, and I think I created confusion, so That's my right.
3: apologies. But, but it's cleared up now. Thank you so much.
11: Yeah. Okay.
13: yeah. <laughs> Hi, Commissioner McCoy here. Um, <laughs> I actually want to um, uh, echo um, Director Remington's um, comment regarding, like, this is a, a vital um, part of like the revitalization of San Francisco. I know that there's this is not funded, um, however, I do want to make the comment of, I just want to encourage the um, art commission to consider other commercial corridors for projects like this if we have an option to start placing. Um, We need uh, assistance outside of just downtown. There's many blighted spaces that can really benefit Mm -hmm. from from projects like this and I think when we looked at the monuments and memorials projects we looked at um, a uh, inequity in how monuments were placed throughout the districts but I think this is a great opportunity for us to take projects like this It doesn't just have to be monuments and memorials it can be projects like this that we can take in place in other districts that Um, promote things like art walks that encourage people to come to that or to Mm -hmm. other um, events that are being put on but I really love this Um, these are we need more of these projects um, that come to us but I just want to just state if there's any way that we can encourage other not so obvious spaces of course Uh, these plazas are very obvious and needed spaces, but there's many spaces throughout the city that can hugely benefit um, and um, receive a huge economic boom by bringing people in.
5: Yeah, here, here. Here, 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 Commissioner McCoy. Yeah, Um, I think looking at commercial corridors around the city, uh, small businesses um, would greatly benefit from from something like this in in our commercial corridor as well as neighborhoods that typically don't get a lot of art because there's not a lot of, of uh, new building and construction that's going on that contributes to the funding for those specific areas. I know the legislation is very tight in how uh, and where that funding can be spent, but maybe there's ways to get creative with other, um, other funds. So you're here. So.
0: Uh, the motion do you want to do that or do you want me You to
5: do it although we have one more
0: commissioner come. Oh, Okay,
4: Please. um yes, th- uh, thank you chair Ferris. I-, I I wanted to bring up one instance And I'm sure there are many that our staff can point to but um to the comment that there is no funding What has happened organically in the past is we've actually been able to collaborate with other? organizations either prof for profit or nonprofit or artists and a great example is, and I'm blanking now, the French sculptor who had a temporary, what was supposed to be a temporary exhi- um, exhibit of the the gold ball sculpture in front of the Arboretum. And it was supposed to be only up there for a year. And it was actually a French artist in the French government that funded that entire endeavor. And then in the end, um, it ended up becoming a permanent sculpture. But that's a really nice example of how, you know, the, there was no funding from the, from, from the city, but it was a collaboration. Yes. And so if we could all keep our antenna out okay. <laughs> for those sorts of collaborations. And then I also know that um, our staff, Jill Manton, in work has a lot of connections with a lot of artists and has actually gotten um, collaborative funding for many of the Civic Center um, Plaza mm. projects. Uh, which have been enormously successful. And we haven't had to put out very much money for that, but we've just had to oversee you know, all of the regulatory and um, yeah. requirements and everything. Sort
0: of Commissioner Ferris, uh, uh, any other? Uh, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, remind the commissioners when they make the motion to uh, identify the <laughs> the motion to approve a temporary art installation initiative Of the reckoned park department at two locations one at the decomposed granite planter area on the northeastern side of the plaza adjacent to 50 un plaza 2 on fulton plaza for temporary artworks to be installed before december 31st 2024 for an exhibition period not to exceed two years and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to review and approve the individual projects proposed prior to installation. The Recreation and Parks Department will be responsible for acquiring the necessary permits for the installations and for acquiring the necessary insurance and waiver of pro- proprietary rights for art, work, place, on city property under the V A R A and C A P A, may I have a motion and a second, please?
4: So move, Commissioner Beltran. Second, Ciotta.
0: Thank you. Is there any public item, uh, comment on item number three point yeah. five point three point two?
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item five point three point two. As a reminder, your time will begin when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you. We have a motion to approve temporary artwork uh, installation initiative of the Recreation and Park Department at two locations as previously stated. I'm now asking for the final motion. All those in favor, aye.
3: Aye. Aye. Opposed?
0: Motion passes unanimously. Thank you. I'm now calling on agenda item 5.3.3, which is the Chinese New Year temporary sculpture proposal. And I'll hand it back to Commissioner Ferris.
5: Thank you, President Collins. We have a motion before us to approve the temporary installation of two sculptures. We do have an updated motion which reflects the correct name of the artist. It's a discussion and possible action to approve the temporary installation of two painted wood sculptures measuring five feet by four feet, five inches by nine feet, 10 inches in honor of Chinese New Year, Year of the Dragon. One sculpture by (laughs) artist Stephanie Mufsun with gold finish, will be installed in Rose Pack Station, and the other sculpture by artist Qing Hu Ji will be a blue and white ornamental pattern, will be installed at Union Square. The artworks will be on view from January 28th, 2024, through March 2nd, 2024. The works are sponsored by the Chinese Chamber of Commerce and will not become a part of the Civic Art Collection. Uh, reintroducing Director of Civic art, uh, art Collection
14: and Public
5: Art, Mary Chu, to present the item.
14: Thank you, Commissioner Ferris. So for the past several years, the San Francisco Chinese Chamber of Commerce has been creating successful temporary installations of zodiac sculptures that celebrate Chinese New Year's at locations throughout the city. For this year, Year of the Dragon, the Chamber of Commerce is proposing the installation of two dragons, and you can see that the location, one of them, is, will be at Union Square on the Northwest entrance into Union Square. And the dragon that will be located there is by artist Ching-Hui Ji painted in a blue and white ornamental pattern. The other dragon um, is a dragon created by artist Stephanie Mufson painted in gold. And it will be installed at Rose Pack Station. And as Commissioner Ferris noted, these works will be installed from approximately January 28th. To March 2nd of 2024, and just as a quick note, this was on the consent calendar of the Visual Arts Committee for review in December. The reason why we're bringing it back is because there was a change to one of the locations, and so we are bringing it here again for presentation for your review and approval. And I'm also joined today by Tony Lau from the Chinese Chamber of Commerce, and wanted to turn it over to Tony. Uh, Tony, would you like to say a few words?
5: Sure. Thank you, uh, Commissioner. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know uh, we uh, honored that this is our fourth years doing this. Uh, um, so yeah, on the parade, uh, this is one of the um, this is what, this this uh, during COVID time that where we didn't have any. Uh, we couldn't do a
0: parade, but want to create something festive for the Chinatown uh, community, and I'm hoping that um, this will get approved so that we can um, extend our uh, celebration community. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm.
5: Great, thank you, Tony. Thank you so much, Mary. And I'd like to call for commissioner <clears throat> discussion or comments. I would like to say this is a good um, example of what we were just talking about, private funding um, enabling us to bring art to different areas that otherwise might not get it. Um, it's also a great example of um, mayor breeds desire to activate our city and sprinkle art everywhere so so thank you Um, not seeing any other commissioner discussion or questions turning it back to Commissioner call
0: thank you thank you very much is there any public comment on this item Uh,
1: ask for a motion
0: oh I'm sorry Um, may I have a motion to approve uh, the Temporary installation of two sculptures as amended. Uh, a motion and a second, please.
4: So move, Commissioner Beltran.
0: Second. Thank you.
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item 5.3.3 as a reminder. Your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items I see no request for public comments public comment is now closed
0: thank you very much I'm now uh, going to ask for the motion as amended Uh, all those in favor aye aye Aye. Aye. oh opposed none opposed motion carries passes unanimously. Um, thank you very much. Before we go into agenda item number 6, Commissioner Shioto, do you have a comment? Yeah,
9: I just wanted to clarify and and um, uh with um, Commissioner Beltrán's comments about the sculpture that was uh lovingly um gifted to the city and it was actually uh, with the French government and um, with the Art Commission, and it was donated by a lovely family, uh, and they've done a lot for San Francisco. Um, it's the lepinards and so, you know, these public-private partnerships can happen, and um, so art benefactors out there, they they uh, the lepinards have been uh, very generous with the city, and we encourage uh, that kind of um, collaboration uh, all across the board. Thank you. And I want to make
5: sure that we thank the Chinese Chamber of Commerce for their ongoing work with the Zodiac sculptures. Um, Really, really excited to see the dragon ones and thank you so much for what you're doing uh, for the city. Thank you.
0: Um, We're on item number six, the San Francisco Arts Commission Galleries 2024 Main Gallery Exhibition Discussion. Uh, I am going to introduce the Director of Galleries and Public Programs, Carolina Ranaba Fernandez, to give a presentation on the SFAC Galleries for the upcoming 2024 season.
16: Thank you. Good afternoon, commissioners. It's good to see you. I wish all of you a nourishing year. I'm so thrilled to share with you the Spring 2024 exhibition opening on May 16th at the Main Gallery. Cheje, a four-artist exhibition, including Kimberly Acebo Miguel Arzave, Daniela Rivera, Trina Michelle Robinson, curated by me, Carolina Daniver Fernandez. The exhibition is inspired by Aymara sociologist Silvia Rivera Cusicanqui. Their epistemology as decolonizing practice of Cheche, an Aymara word that seeks to embrace the coexistence of contrary and complementary natures. The show delves with plural histories of migration, reconnection to ancestors through different practices and ways of being. About the artists Kimberly. Acebo Ateche is a Bay Area based curator, cultural worker, and interdisciplinary artist. Their work explores the hybrid cultures formed formed by technology, movements of immigrants in America, and the way movements through space and spaces have been affected by these two. They explore the impact of colonialism on self-identity and found art as a way to reconnect to the indigenous Filipino traditions as Sebor Teche and many other Filipinos in America have been separated from Miguel Arzabe is a Bay Area-based visual artist that makes colorful and dynamic abstractions, weavings, paintings, videos. He starts by finding outdated beauty in paper ephemera from art shows, modernist paintings, discarded audio recordings. These methodically analyzed, deconstructed, and reverse engineered. Drawing inspirations from the cultural techniques and motifs of his Andean heritage, Arsabe weaves the fragments together, revealing uncanny intersections between, from, and content, the nostalgic and the hard-edged failure and recuperation. Daniela Rivera is an interdisciplinary artist and educator, considers her responsibility to challenge the construction of stereotypes or categories that discriminate, isolate, and violently define the identities of others. Her work delves with ideas of displacement, memory, and cultural migration to celebrate difference and reject categorization. She builds paints and draws spaces that invite us to to be vulnerable together where she hopes to celebrate difference and cultural exchange through shared authorship. She fuses her attention on the migration of cultural objects, narratives, spaces, and myths. Daniela says, I am part of the symptom of blurry cultural boundaries, performing on a stage or the vernacular cannibalizations. And last but not least, Trina Michelle Robinson, a San Francisco based visual artist and educator, that explores the relationship between memory and migration through film, print media, and archival materials. She wants to get to the root of lost memories, especially in relation to migration, whether the move forced or initiated by the search of new opportunities. We are all a migration story in our bloodlines. She studies the fragments of memory and repurposes them. The lives of her ancestors are the catalysts behind her artwork, and their stories are woven into every detail. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Um, (coughs) Are there any commissioner comments or discussion on the report? the presentation
5: congrats on your first curated show again
0: thank you and thank you for the advance notice of when it's opening <laughs> any other commissioner comments is, is there any public comment
1: for those joining in person please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card we are currently on item six As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you. I am now calling agenda item number seven, which is the racial equity update discussion. Um, I'm going to introduce senior racial Equity and engagement analyst Sandra Panopio to present updates on the SFAC Racial Equity Action Plan implementation.
17: Good afternoon, everyone, and happy new year. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for all the shout outs to the staff too they're listening we know here, anyways so um, I today I'm presenting to you the quarterly Arts Commission racial equity updates to this body so since it's the beginning of the year um, I think it'd be good to provide a little refresher about the information about our city requirements and racial equity I know how sometimes um, when I present it's usually like updates of what we're currently doing but like really the focus of the majority of my job is really looking at the racial equity action plan and all our requirements to um, all the citywide requirements um, for mainly with the Office of Racial Equity. So you may recall that um, we are, the Arts Commission was one of the first agencies in San Francisco to really participate in the Government Alliance on Racial Equity and to develop a Racial Equity Action Plan. So we try to hold true to that, of being proud of that and making sure that um, the Racial Equity Action Plan really speaks to what we want to do and how we're continuing to work um, as like the creative agency of this, of our city, right? So in 2019, the city passed legislation to create the Office of Racial Equity that really is here to assist us departments in really addressing all the racial disparities and implementing racial equity action plans. So, according to the legislation, um, each department must do the following. OK. Um, to submit a departmental racial equity action plan, post that action plan on our website to make it publicly available. And part of that is also to post any updates or progress reports that we have on there. So anyone with a question, and especially when we're applying to grants or people have want to know about what we're doing, we just refer them to, this, um, to the website. To develop metrics as a way to measure progress and to particularly designate an internal team of racial equity leaders. Next step. Okay. So as part of the legislative requirements, um, any department actually with an annual budget over $10 million is required to establish an internal racial equity group from all across all divisions. We're a little slow in doing that um, because of you know, all the transitions that have been going on and like the pandemic and all of that. We were really meeting as a racial ac- equity kind of staff, and we're talking about the issues that come about. But more specifically, um, we now have a group group that's working internally and so this is really important because based on the um, legislation it really means that we have individuals from every program in the department who can really serve as like our liaison to really kind of support um, all the racial equity work so that's the, the objective. The objective is really to engage all our arts commission divisions to coordinate our racial equity policy and any relevant programs or issues. So representatives um, from all the programs are here to provide input and thought around racial equity planning and activities, and really leveraging their insight from their experiences of the divisions and their services and their resources to kind of like have us all talk together when it comes to these things. So I did want to share the name. the name of all the people. (laughs) So Carolina, who you saw first. Uh, Carolina Aranival-Fernandez is from Galleries and Public Programs. Uh, Lex Lefheit, I should do their titles too, Um, our Deputy Director of Programs, is also on the team. Veronica Limkako for Administration and Finance. Jonah Molina and Ari Vasquez, particularly from Community Investments. So we do have more from Community Investments because of the, the level of Um, some of the racial equity like guidelines and things that they work on is we just needed to in case you wanted to in case you had a question on that myself Edward Tom from communications and Jackie von Treskow from public art it's a really great group to have because everyone there has really has a lot of new and old experiences so it's not intergenerational but it's inter like for the amounts of times that people have been in the in the with the agency so it's been really helpful we've only had one meeting but so far it's been an amazing group of like the different perspectives because as many of you know being with the Commission for longer or shorter there's so much stuff that's happening and so much institutional knowledge and new innovative uh, projects and programs that people are bringing into the group so our first task really is to implement a staff racial equity climate survey that we did initially in 2021 and 2022, or no, tw- yeah, 2020, 2021. And um, this climate will actually provide us more information on how to best plan for racial equity work in the future. And we will provide a summary for this body as well as for staff. Thanks. And so for the racial, ac- the racial equity action plan, um, WE HAVE A COUPLE MILESTONES THAT are WE'RE REALLY LOOKING FORWARD TO IN THE NEAR FUTURE, AND THAT IS um, WE HAVE A PROGRESS SUPPORT BASED ON THE ANNUAL ASSESSMENT OF OUR PROJECTS AND PROGRAMS THAT IS SUPPOSED TO BE PROVIDED TO THE OFFICE OF RACIAL EQUITY, AND IN 2024, DEPARTMENTS WILL MOVE FROM PHASE ONE, SO THE PHASE ONE PROCESS OF THE RACIAL EQUITY ACTION PLAN IS REALLY OUR INTERNAL. WE'VE BEEN LOOKING AT um, TRYING TO IDENTIFY AND UNDERSTAND, LIKE, what um, hiring practices are, and the different like internal programming that we have to do, um, and the next phase is supposed to be external. So this will focus on like what it entails. Um, to really like serve with equity, to really look at our programs, all the externals programs and projects that go outside. So the Office of Racial Equity has been really supportive. And they're trying to co-create this with us. So we're still in the process of understanding what that looks like for what a phase two part will look like. But as you know, with my title, I'm also um, in charge of engagement so the community engagement like any other department we're always doing this simultaneously so regardless of what phase the the racial equity project the racial equity action plan is so um, we're really in it we're in the thick of things and we're learning and going Um, and so for the next the next year we're going to work together as a city to really understand like how we're doing that also collectively and how we're going that's going to re- be reflected in all of our action plans so that we're really co- coordinating and collaborating our work in a better way as many have said earlier like we need to know what other departments are doing and like how we can really it actually works financially too like to be able to um, talk to different departments and ask them when they're in communities because it's like we don't want to waste time and people's time and like their efforts when we can really be doing this as a city. So that's a major focus for next um, for this coming year. And again, um, on the slide, you see that there the link to our current racial equity uh, racial equity action plan. And in the spring, um, I'll be back here with you all to talk about the annual assessment and our progress report. So thank you for listening and happy to take any questions.
13: Mr. McCoy, here. I just actually um, want to thank you for this report. Mm-hmm. I'm actually very excited to see this work continue. Um, I will say that one of the points that I'm really happy about is um, really working with the other city departments um, to mm-hmm. really uh, look. You know, we're you're a small mighty team, but. The city outreach, I know some of the other city departments are doing uh, community work in the communities every single day that they're out there, um, um, from the economic development. um, And I think that, uh, and knowing who the community partners are as well, uh, that some that don't always self-identify. So I think this is really a very important part of this work. And I'm very glad to see that you're really... um, excavating to try and dig deeper, and mm-hmm. so we can really um, uh, put better solutions together. So thank
0: you. Thank you. I asked uh, Director Remington to help me to understand something. Um, we, I, I believe that uh, we have two different levels of, in, of engagement. Mm-hmm. And I think that Commissioner McCoy helped us to understand, you're engaging kind of interdepartmentally, right? which is different from Carolina, who is de- engaging in community.
2: Um, no, that's not quite the- Help, help me to So how the staff breakdown is is that um, Sandra is engaging with the community itself. Carolina uh, uh, convenes uh, groups, panels, Uh, has on-site presentations, on-site interactions, those kinds of things, artistic interactions, that kind of thing. So Carolina is more about the artistic expression in collaboration with community. Sandra is about community engagement, how the Arts Commission engages with the community, how we interface with the community itself in total, in the aggregate, not just the artistic aspects of it.
17: There... If I can, if I may, Um, we can also, there are definitely the overlaps as well. So the significance of um, what I'm working on is also with the different divisions, the other programs, we know that everyone works with similar, if not the same, organizations, just internally, let's say, right? So the key thing is making sure that when we do have public programs, that all of the necessary actors and stakeholders are identified and invited, which kind of, if I may add, I was really excited when <laughs> Commissioner Hakimi mentioned Amina List, like a group of artists from the Middle East and North Africa, right? So these are the things that I um, will be working with Manraj and Alyssa about to also make sure when those lists are ready for you to see, um, for also to contribute to. Because we are really trying with the large um, public engagement opportunities of CSAP, the um, the community allocations services plan, the strategic plan, and also our monuments project. Those are going to be very large engagement projects. Mm-hmm. So we just want to make sure that our lists internally and both externally are are actually um, the people that and the stakeholders that should be included. Mm-hmm. So it's some it's work that we're doing, and all of it definitely overlaps within divisions. Right,
2: and uh, thanks for that, Sandra. And also, I just add that. Um, sandra and carolina obviously collaborate you know with with both of these things because uh, sandra has one scope and carolina has another scope but together they they work together and when they need to uh on community projects commissioner mccoy
13: hi commissioner mccoy again Mm -hmm. here um a question is survey (coughs) under the scope um that you're covering as well have we looked at maybe enhancing or maybe Understanding how to change the voice of the survey based on the community that we're speaking to? Like just the survey processing? The
17: survey questions themselves. It depends on, well, it depends on what surveys we're going to be producing. I can say that from Monuments and Memorials, the Monuments and Memorials Advisory Committee, which many of you were part of or aware of, that gave us a very, like, in my time, I've not been here to do any public surveys like that. But the process for the MAC and that survey really taught us a lot about um, what it means in terms of translating into actual languages, but also, like, Kind of the vibe and the content of how we want to be communicating with the public so these are all the lessons learned that part of the work is beyond just looking at the stakeholders and who should be involved It's like how we're working with communities in the best ways that are relevant to them to really be engaged with us. And we know that different communities actually require different ways of engagement. So something like surveys, I think in the future, we would definitely love to hear if any anyone has feedback when we're ready to do those things to see the best ways we can do that.
13: I would definitely encourage that we look at the, the actual I'm not speaking about the language, the, you know, the, Mm. you know, I'm speaking about like ethnicity and how, um, how different words translate differently Mm -hmm. and how um, we can better communicate um, if we are communicating directly, understanding our audience. And I think this is a, um, a space that our survey, um, Surveys are very difficult. Let me just say that to start off with, they're yeah. extremely difficult. But I think this is a great opportunity space in this work that we're that you're doing is to really um, dive in and look about how we're communicating, what we're saying, and how we're asking the questions as we are to specific communities. Right.
17: Thank you.
0: I would like to say that you know, in 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 watching the evolution of this work. Uh, and where it is today, and, and the engagement of the commission, understanding you know, what does engagement mean, mm-hmm. and working through that. Um, I, I want to congratulate you for your efforts, and for your work, and for the outcomes, because it does matter. Um, mm. I, I make reference to our trainings that we uh, have engaged in. Um, I think all of us probably for the first time took training in the, in the, for the, in the trans community, right? Mm. That was really important. I mean, that was for an opportunity for us to learn that whole notion of engagement and hearing and listening. So that's just one of the yeah. dices and the slices of all that's going on. But it is indicative of, a, of an ecosystem that we're building um, that still has, a, you know, the scaffolding is still mm-hmm. working, but we're starting to climb up a little bit. Thank you so much. You. Are there any other commissioner comments on this report? That's probably the most fulsome report that we've had because uh, you can really see the integration starting to happen now. Excellent. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Commissioner Hakimi, can I just thank you? <laughs> I just wanted to thank you. And I, I do see the work that you're doing on a personal note because the community I represent is really underrepresented. Mm-hmm. And I can't, if I I work for the planning department, I'm on the equity council, mm-hmm. I sit in this, and I want to emphasize, and I, I know that since I've been on this on this, Commission yeah. I, I can see that people are seeing and listening and paying attention and I really want to personally appreciate because that means a lot to my community but mm-hmm. I also want to uh, emphasize that we are really underrepresented in fact on the entire city applications there's not even a, a option to say Middle Eastern I just want to point that out to say, to say Middle Eastern it does not exist yeah. on any of our applications and I'm forced to set white or I do not want to disclose. And I think that's the kind of stuff that I want to come back to this issue. Uh, so I want to offer my own time and service and my community however way we can help. I would like to be called to action however way we can help and support to give voices to really, especially the women in that community. Mm-hmm. It really, it's a different language of how to reach them. Yeah. And I really don't, I, I see the efforts, I don't want it, but I, I just, yeah. on a personal note. So I want, appreciate however way I can be of service.
17: I have a direct, just a real quick, I know I'm out of time, but a direct update on that is the Office of Racial Equity has been working on data demographics, about really the terminology that we're using. So, um, all of the city departments have submitted kind of the the categories that we currently use so it's been a little bit delayed so i'm hoping by maybe the next quarter it'll be a little bit more finalized but we're currently reviewing these de- demographics so it really is quite more extensive than we've found than the city has ever had before so they're really trying to see how we're going to implement this now into the city each city department to do it but right now what we have is a sample Um, and I, I believe I can share it with you all as well if you would want to see what it looks like because we are going to start collecting feedback for it. It's pretty robust, um, but it's never been done before. So as you can imagine, um, it's going to be a process for the city to do it. But one of the goals for the Office of Racial Equity this month uh, or this year is to really get that out. Because we know that we're already missing communities and we know what that impact is. And so as we move into a second phase where we're looking externally, it's going to be really significant to have not just those data points, but the processes and the practices of how to work with all these communities.
2: It's, it's um. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thanks, Sandra. It's um. I would say it's one of the, the, the. This this conversation was really important uh, and and robust and and deservedly so. It's one of the, problems when um, you live in a racialized country, mm. dealing with the concept of race, which in and of itself is absurd. Right, so we're 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 talking about an absurd concept. The concept of race is absurd. It's one race. It's the human race, and we have different cultures within the human race. And um, what we're really talking about is culture. We're not really talking about race, right? And so. Because if you talk about Latino culture, for instance, or Latin culture, you know there are black folks in Latin culture. There's Asian folks in Latin culture. There are white folks in Latin culture. It doesn't. When people say Latino, they're thinking about Bernardo and West Side Story as depicted in Hollywood. That's what a Latino is to a lot of people in America, and that's crazy. And he wasn't even Latino. He was Greek. That actor. <laughs> so, so, so it's 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 a crazy concept. And um, to try and when I was at the NEA, uh, a good friend of mine was Lebanese and he said, I, I'm, I'm not going to check white. I'm not white. I'm from Lebanon. And, you know, and uh, I'm not white and, and I'm not other, you know, so this is messed up. And, and so it's the concept of race itself is an absurdity. And we're trying to fit. Ourselves into this absurd concept when really all we're talking about is acknowledging and representing all cultures and so And the United States is still grappling with how to identify Latin culture African-American culture uh, Middle Eastern culture You know uh, and the different cultures within the Middle East You know as we know there are black Africans and Arabs You know there's all kinds of culture right So um, we're doing the best we can sandra's got her uh her arms full and uh carolina as well but uh we have we we're confident that we have the right team in place to grapple with these issues and the right um commissioners so thank you all for for everything you're bringing to the table in this conversation
0: um is there any public comment on item number seven
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item seven. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you, I'm now calling agenda item number eight which is our consent calendar. Um, uh, Commissioner Beltran has left uh, for uh, another appointment, but she would have recused herself from items number 15, 16, and 17 because of proximity to her residence Um, within 100 feet. Um, I wanna also thank each one of you for reading um, the consent calendar because it is robust. <laughs> and there are so many items yeah. you know that culminate in our consent calendar. And so it's a really, and I, I can tell you as a matter of confession that I uh, asked uh, Agency Secretary Dolly to send me the consent calendar again to ensure that we are reading it um, and we're seeing the amount of work, but also to clear ourselves of any potential conflicts. Are there any other conflicts that we should cite before we um, move towards uh, the the consent calendar? Um, Now, when it has here that we are going to take all consent items except 15, um, have we now avoided that so we can take all of the items, including items 15, 16, and 17? Yes. Is that correct? Thank you very much. IS THERE ANY PUBLIC, I'M GOING TO ASK NOW FOR A MOTION uh, TO APPROVE THE CONSENT CALENDAR WITH NO EXCEPTION.
3: COMMISSIONER BRENZEL SO MOVED.
0: THANK YOU. SECOND. COMMISSIONER SCHNEER. THANK YOU VERY MUCH. Uh, IS THERE ANY PUBLIC, um, ANY COMMISSIONER DISCUSSION OR COMMENTS, PLEASE.
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item 8. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda item? I see no requests for public comments. Public comment is now closed.
0: Thank you. I'm now calling for a final motion to approve the consent calendar items. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Um, Now, uh, wait a minute, let's, oh, because this was anticipating something that didn't happen. So now, thank you as we toggle along um, before we get into anything else, and we're just about at the end of it, I want to thank all of you for your trainings. Mm. And you probably got a little encouragement along the way. Um, they are very important um, insofar as we live within a regulatory structure, and it is important for us. But as I commented earlier, uh, I am I, so proud of our city that we um, have these trainings so that we can develop our culture uh, within our context and that we uh, really are, you know, this is where we talk about in constitutional law, the majesty of the law is revealed when we include more people under the protection of our constitution. And I think that we can see this in our city culture when we're still evolving communities and cultures that need identity and agency. And so I think that, to me, you know, the, that, that, those trainings that we took, um, I think, uh, are extremely valuable and speak to the culture that we're building in our city. And also with, you know, uh, Director uh, Panopio, that type of work. So um, thank you for doing your trainings. So now is there any new business or announcements um, that we would like to uh, bring forward the commissioner and the director? Uh,
2: thank, thank you, uh, President Collins. Uh, I um, I just want to uh, make a light announcement and tease, I guess uh, that um, we are staff are now looking at um, having uh, what we would call, it's a great segue, based on your last comments, President Collins, um, a series called Constitutional Conversations. And um, so to look at um, how are the Bill of Rights and every single one of the Bill of Rights and and look at it within the context of artists and culture and the culture at large. And so these are kind of uh, the beginning of some of our convenings around culture at large because we're you know cultural affairs this is I'm director of cultural affairs as as uh, uh Commissioner Shelby just pointed out to me and uh, and it's the truth and um, and so we're gonna st- we're gonna go through all the Bill of Rights and amendments 14 and 15 and um, and have constitutional scholars artists uh, as panelists um, uh, law professors And um, I'm going to be working with, um, on developing it with. Director Paul Henderson, some of you may know, uh, and so and he's a lawyer and obviously all up in the arts, and so uh, it's going to be a, a year-long kind of exploration, uh, but we'll probably start some somewhere in uh, May, June, and uh, staff are working on it right now. So just to let you know, and and we'll have you know it'll be free conversations. It'll be in the War Memorial. Um, but as we progress with this we'll we'll let you know further developments uh and That's how it wonderful. how it proceeds. That's
6: Talk about being visionary. Spicy. Um <laughs> is, uh, Commissioner Hakimi, I just want to say I had the utmost honor to go to the SF Jazz in December and see our Commissioner <laughs> Shelby in action. Awesome. And I want to thank Ralph for actually recommending it because he reminded us and I, I showed up and thank you. That was an experience. We loved it. Thank oh. you. So please go. And the next time he's playing, we <laughs> all should go. All right.
0: All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, speaking
12: of expanding culture, um, I just want to point out and thank our communications director, Komite, for his alternate life that many of you might know about in oh. promoting drag culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a he's the former empress of San Francisco under the name Khmer Rouge. Mm-hmm. He performed during the summer and during the Christmas break in um, Sundays a drag at Club Fagazi mm-hmm. in North Beach. It was fantastic. And he took part in the, um, I'm not sure what the official name was, but the drag artists all over the city. He worked mm-hmm. near Market and Fifth, right in the um, the uh, antique cable car, uh, uh, streetcar. Anyway, he's he's a real superstar in the drag world, and none of you probably know that.
2: But he uh, oh, yeah,
12: it's magnificent.
2: He's in a movie that's out, actually. <laughs> <Yep>. That's
11: awesome. Incredible. <laughs> yes, I just wanted to mention that we have coming up um, San Francisco Art Week. This all started around. Uh, the Fog show, Art Show and Exhibition, which is um, uh, January 17th, but the full Art Week goes, I think, from the 13th to the 20th, and <coughs> all the different galleries and arts organizations, all they're all, all of them are doing, not all of them, but those that are involved are doing different special programs that are going on throughout the full Art Week, um, and it's really, it's incredible to me from, the Fog. Uh, you know, shows the exhibition and and art fairs starting, you know, I think it's like 20 years ago now. Um, Kind of amazing, but uh, it's grown so much, and to see the celebration of uh, the visual arts, um, it's just made, it's become so major here, and I love the fact that they have now called it San Francisco Arts Week, so you can look up SFAW, or you know what, I can um, send the link for all that with all the stuff, too. Uh, Raj and then uh, we can get it out to everybody, but it's going to be so many fabulous programs discussions Panels all kinds of things happening. Yeah. everybody not just uh, the fog at uh, uh, At Fort Mason, which is great and everyone should go to that too, mm. but but it expands through that and it's really
0: fabulous You know and including a major celebration of Stanley Gatti. Yes who was a member of this Commission for his Um, visionary ideas that have led to where we are now Uh, and I think it's important for us to acknowledge Stanley as a very unique person in our city
11: oh and an incredible force uh, absolutely and and support of the arts is just amazing what he's been able to do I couldn't and
12: I I do hope that his peace symbol in the panhandle eventually happens
13: Commissioner McCoy here. Um, mine's just more of a general announcement. I just want to just remind everybody that this wonderful city has so many free museum days. I think the SFMOMA is coming up on, yes. on January 8th. This is a It's really an incredible um, benefit for city residents. And just reminding everybody, just check out the calendar. Take advantage. It's incredible.
3: Um, speaking of the calendar, I just want to... Um, Mentioned uh, the San Francisco Symphony January 25th, 26th, 27th. Um, Michael Tilson Thomas will conduct his final three concerts with the San Francisco Symphony, and that, that, those are planned as his uh, final uh, concerts. And speaking of somebody who's made quite a difference in the art world in San Francisco, uh, Michael Tilson Thomas, our um, amazing uh, music director, laureate, At uh, the symphony. So, anyhow, I would. They're going to do uh, Mahler Five. He's been conducting Mahler at the symphony for fifty years. And um, if you don't have tickets, you should get them soon if you want to go. Thank you.
0: Any other uh, commissioner comments on new business or announcements?
10: So just Benavides. Just uh, the twenty-fourth is the opening of the ballet, which tomorrow's first production on her own, without Helgi. So it'd be really, the whole program is going to be amazing. And it ends with Frida, a new production with Frida. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. So just. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh,
0: is there, are there any, uh, any public comment on item number nine?
1: For those joining in person, please proceed to the public comment podium and fill out the public comment information card. We are currently on item nine. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer on the podium and receive a 30-second audible warning before your time concludes. I'm requesting comments from those who are in person. Is there anyone who would like to make a public comment on the current agenda items? I see no request for public comments. Public comment is now
0: closed. Well, if public comment now closed, may I call the next agenda item, which is adjournment.
2: (laughs) And that's around. (laughs) Good to
0: see you.